Live from the WLI WFM studio in Southampton, New York on Monday, November 27th, 2023. I'm Gianna Volpe. While some Long Island educators are discussing the Israel-Hamas war in class, others are not. Craig Schneider reporting on Newsday.com and that many parents say it's imperative that schools talk about the war, considering the amount of misinformation going around. Students say it feels weird not to discuss it. Education experts say teachers are wary of this third rail issue, having seen the attacks on teachers over controversies surrounding pandemic measures and parts of the curriculum. Gloria Sesso, president of the Long Island Council for the Social Studies, said the war, which has spurred demonstrations and a rise in anti-Semitism and anti-Muslim sentiments, is simply too hot a topic for some teachers. Quote, I'm hearing it's way too sensitive to have discussions in class, Sesso said, a retired history teacher. Uh, Sesso said the war can and should be discussed if only by focusing on the geography and a timeline of the conflict's history without taking a side. Earlier grades could focus on the geography while middle and high schoolers could also look at the timeline, she said. Long Island has 124 school districts and can theoretically have 124 different approaches to handling information on the subject, according to Alan Singer, a Hofstra University professor of education. Beyond that, individual teachers can choose what to focus on as well. He said the Board of Regents sets state education policy and has general supervision over all educational institutions, including elementary, middle, and high schools across the state. Much of the specific instruction is left to those individual districts and teachers, according to Singer. Roger Tillis, Long Island's longtime representative to the New York State Board of Regents, held a news conference recently to urge school districts across Long Island to provide a detailed curriculum and action plan regarding bigotry and intolerance. Tillis said teachers could introduce these discussions during instruction about the Holocaust. In other news, for more than 200 years, the Montauk Point Lighthouse at the very east end of Long Island has pulsed like a huge swirling star in a tall bottle. Now in an era when ships can track their positions with ever more precise marine navigation tools, the lighthouse is a throwback. So is the lens that has just been installed in the glass-walled lantern room atop the lighthouse. James Barron reporting in the New York Times that the lens is a huge upright glass dish that spins on its edge and focuses the rays from an LED into a single intense beam, turning every, uh, it looks like six times per minute and flashing every five seconds. Tick, 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 flash. The lens is not new. It's the very one that beamed light on the water around Montauk from 1903 to 1987 when the Coast Guard removed it. The replacements required less maintenance, but some Montaukers grumbled they were dim. Quote, I would go there at night to take photographs of the lighthouse and the lights on the outside of the building were brighter than the light in the tower. That quote from Mia Sertik, the executive director of the Montauk Historical Society, group owns the light, commissioned by President George Washington in 1792 as one of the new nation's first public works projects and built by John McComb, the architect who later designed Gracie Mansion. The lens, named after French physicist Augustine Jean Fresnel, made its comeback uh, a couple of weeks ago through a pilot program with the Coast Guard and the Historical Society. Over the next couple of years, the Society will collect data for the Coast Guard about the lens, one of 50 in-service at lighthouses overseen by the Coast Guard as official aids to navigation. Most of the work was paid for with a $100,000 grant from the Ludwig Family Foundation of Glendora, California. One of its trustees spends time in Montauk, according to Sertic. And finally, the East End officially has a covered Full-size ice rink, Denise Civiletti reporting on Riverheadlocal.com that Peconic 
Hockey celebrated the grand opening of its domed rink at Veterans Memorial Park in Calverton on Saturday with ceremonies and a ribbon cutting attended by members of the New York Islanders, including the team's first captain at Westfall, for whom the rink is named. Peconic Hockey Foundation President Troy Albert, the driving force behind the effort, told an enthusiastic crowd of supporters of the long, long journey that got the group to the opening of its dream rink. The new $2.3 million rink in Calverton is open to the public. Uh, It's inside a 125-foot by 225-foot inflatable dome. It's the only NHL-sized rink uh, east of LIE Exit 58, and you can go to PeconicIceRinks.com for more. Looking at the weather here in Southampton as we get ready to welcome Hampton's DocFest founder, Jackie LaFaro, onto the show, looking like a mostly sunny Monday here in Southampton with a high near 51 degrees west wind, 11 to 16 miles per hour gusting as high as 26, so blustery but not too cold, Uh, partly cloudy tonight with a low around 29 degrees Wind chill values between 20 and 25 degrees, so pretty chilly, below freezing. West wind around 11 miles per hour. Right now, it's 49 degrees. I'm Gianna Volpe, and I have reclaimed a playlist I prepared uh, very long ago. I'm not sure. It looks like it It seems uh, familiar to me. Like, maybe the beginning is is part of a throwback playlist that I've used before, uh, somewhere in the middle, it looks like things change. And then we've got knees as a theme to lead us out, starting with Roy Orbison, George Thorogood, and the Destroyers, Frida Heimboden, and Van Halen on deck. I'm Jana Volpe, and you, whoever you are out there, you are awesome. You're listening to Long Island's only local NPR radio station, WLIWFM, News You Can Trust. Music you love. Every time I look into your loving eyes, I see love.
about 10 minutes. All right. You know what? George, hold your horses just for one moment. I'm speaking directly to him as if he can hear me. I saw a great meme, and it said, uh, when someone tells you to hold your horses, they're asking you to be stable because a stable holds horses. I thought that was very clever. Yeah. All right. So we are so excited, <laughs> as always, to welcome back into the studio Jackie LaFaro, the founder of Hampton's Doc Fest. We have a Hampton's Doc Fest upon us, don't we, Jackie? We do. We have a, a festival coming up starting Thursday. Right after. November 30th, right after Thanksgiving. Which is nice because <laughs> I think we could all use just an event where we sit in a dark room and don't move. Totally. For, for a little while. <laughs> no cooking. Yes. No hostessing. Let someone else cook. Yeah. You and could. present for a little bit. It's a. have always sort of positioned the festival that way because it's right after Thanksgiving yeah. that come and do something for yourself. Yeah. You know, treat yourself to a day at the movies. Before you get start going Before crazy. Christmas gets. Yes, yeah. all the craziness. Exactly. So it's, uh, you know, it's, it's a perfect time. Always thinking. Always <laughs> thinking this one. All right, so, so we're, getting, we're getting started. When, in, when is the 30th? Is that the a Thursday? The 30th is Thursday. Thursday and night. so we have two films on Thursday. Tell us everything. We have uh, Call Me Dancer, which is receiving the Art and Inspiration Award. And it's uh, about a poor kid in India who always wanted to be, he's a street dancer, but always wanted to be a ballet dancer. And he finds a teacher, and the rest is up to him. He spends years practicing, working, till he's finally a classical dancer. It's a wonderful film of inspiration. And Beautiful. that's at 5.30, and it's at the Sag Harbor Cinema. You know, I just let me say two things about it. We, Go right ahead. What we're very happy about is that we never program against ourselves so that you meaning don't have what? to. Meaning if there's a film at Bay Street, yes. we will never s schedule something ah, at the cinema at the same time. so that you are blocked out from seeing that. Yeah. So it's a challenge for us in terms of scheduling, but it's uh, – Really beneficial for the audience because they can see something at Bay Street. They can walk a block and be right. in the cinema and see a film there, go back, back and forth. It's, you know, we're one block away. That's lovely. Yes. And it's, it's nice. And, and Sag Harbor is such a walkable, like it's a magical, it's an experience every time you visit. Exactly. And we. And we, I used to, you know, I used to, I used to get, oh, but the parking, it's really not difficult. I I guess I never really, I was always such a like a like a a main drag parker, mm -hmm. which is frustrating, of course. But sure. if you if you go to the the lot behind the cinema, and then you just walk up and the, the right. Plus, there are other streets available. Yes, if you, if you have difficulty in Sag Harbor, and most people do, you can find your own little yeah secret. Street I, yeah, to I have park a secret. In. I'm not telling. Don't not tell. Telling. <laughs> Particularly not on air, yes. right? No. Uh, I'll, never, I'll never let you go. <clears throat> My secret spot. All right, so, and then opening in the company of, of Rose. In the company of Rose is our uh, opening night film, and it is a wonderful conversation between James Lapine, the theatrical director, who is award awarded, and his conversation that took place over several years with Rose Styron, the wife of William Styron, the author. But not a lot of people know about Rose and what she has done. And she's extraordinary. I love stories like this. Yeah, it's a, it's a discovery. You know, yeah. she... Because um, there's, there's so many partners that are like Rose. Yes. That and, are... That are, are, are often overlooked. Completely. You know? Completely. But she is just wonderful. And, she, and James Lapine, I mean, it's an unlikely combination uh, of, of people. I mean, he's, uh, he won the Tony Award right. uh, for Best Book, uh, uh, Into the Woods, um, Sunday in the Park with George. Uh, and here he is sitting down in Martha's Vineyard, where Rose Styron now lives, and um, just talking with her about her life. 
And so it's a wonderful film. It's, um, I'm happy to say it's sold out, although I'm sure that if people come and there are seats not taken, we can sell tickets. You can always go to Call Me Dancer at 5.30. Right. And then try. And hang out, yeah. And just see. See what happens. Yeah, walk down, walk down. Well, it's in, it's not even, you don't even have to go anywhere. You're right in the you're theater. Just gonna, yeah, you're right in the theater. <laughs> right. Right there. Go, go grab a snack and <laughs> exactly say, "Hey, can I can I stay?" <laughs> we have, if I can me? just squeeze it in. Yeah, we have a, a promotion this year. We've never done it before. It's called Fest Eats and Fest Shops, and there are uh, a variety of restaurants that, if you are a festival goer, will offer you a discount. That's lovely. And we have some shops that will also, if you go shop there, you'll have a discount, which is nice because. It can be, it can be uh, expensive. Yeah. Shopping sag. Yeah. These days. And you could start, <laughs> get a jump on your Christmas shopping. Yes. And uh, so we're really happy about that. So I didn't know what you were going to ask me. No, I really, you know what? This year I just wanted to hear, Jackie, what you are excited about. What's really getting you going about about this weekend. Okay. All the films. <laughs> People yes. always asking, so what's your favorite? No, that's well, tough. They're, it's tough they're to all, say. They're all favorites. Yeah. Because we have 30 films, including the shorts. And if you get into our festival, you're already one of my favorites. It's right. a difficult festival to get in because we have a limited number of slots. Yeah, so you got 30. So you said 30? You got 30 slots. And, so, and how many films did you consider? <clears throat> Hundreds. Oh my goodness! Yeah. So, so this it's is a process. How it's long a, does it take to pare down and uh, decide? Well, it starts in April. Wow. Yeah. So whatever wow. April to we lock program end of beginning of October. Unbelievable. So it's a pro. It's this a process. So all right. So beginning of October. I'm trying to think about. I'm thinking about the war now, and I'm thinking about this moment in history. When you consider this moment in history, the war plus, because we've got a lot going on, uh, what are what are some films that might uh, speak to this moment uh, here in the states and and abroad? Well, there's one particular film, executive produced by Sheila Nevins, who is on our advisory board. Sheila is now with MTV Documentary. Uh, but was HBO documentary for many years, oh, and wow. it's called Morning and Laud. Oh, I'm going to that page. And it is, uh, it's really a film about peace, which is difficult to get your arms around in this environment. But it is about, uh, but so important. But to so, do Im- so so important. Laud is a mixed city of Arabs and Jews who live side by side in a strained existence, but nevertheless they live together. And the outpouring of love and anger and forgiveness that unfolds when the two cultures collide following a tragedy gives us a glimpse into what is possible. And um, it is, um, Sheila will be coming in via Zoom and Hila, who is the director and an Emmy Award-winning director producer for over 20 years will also be with us by zoom and so it uh it might be a difficult film for people to see but it's uh, it sounds like a, a not to be missed yeah one. it's a not to be missed so we're hoping people come to that morning in lot okay so morning that's tuesday that's tuesday, tuesday, tuesday at, bay, bay at in the three o'clock at the bay street cinema starting monday tuesday wednesday we're all at bay street okay you know, and so that's easy. Okay. And uh, the program is up on our website, hamptonsdocfest.com. You can buy tickets there. Uh, and it's a very comprehensive site. But but for the for, for opening weekend, starting Thursday night, you get some sag, you get... Uh, yeah, we, the, have, we have a lot of films in the cinema. Right. <clears throat> but what we did this year, John, it was interesting. There, there are a number of people who don't like to come out in the evening. Uh-huh. You know, they just, it gets dark at four o'clock. Right. And so we created... And cold. And cold, yes. We created uh, a program called Shorts. We put all the shorts together. Okay. Shorts and breakfast. Ooh. Shorts and breakfast bites. Oh, so that sounds right up my alley. Come at 10 o'clock. Okay. Have breakfast on us. 
bagels, Danish fruit, coffee, juice. When is this? This is Saturday morning Got it. Okay. and Sunday morning. Okay. Okay? Oh, wow. It is Are really you showing a treat. the same, same shorts or no? No. On Saturday, we have three shorts. Okay. The most important of which is uh, on book banning. Ooh. Uh, the ABCs of book banning. Again, it's a Sheila Nevins effort. And it is not only relevant, but important to see. This will have a, this film, this short, it's 27 minutes, will have a lot of exposure. And um, I, it is, it, it's told it's, through the eyes of the kids. And it's crazy how relevant this topic is right. in 2023. Yeah. Knowing exactly. all we know. Yeah. And having read all we've read in our own dystopian, like, piece of, of education, like Fahrenheit 451. Right. And all of those yeah. books. Yeah. Somehow or another, it's like we're going it's back. It's crazy to see yeah. history repeat itself. The set, the, the, not our favorite parts whatsoever. But what's so interesting about this film is that it's from the eyes of the kids. I love that. What they're deprived of, why yes. they can't go to the library and get a book out, and why can't they? And it's very, very well done and interesting. How aware are and kids important as far as as far as this topic is concerned. <clears throat> kids in this film are very aware and not happy. Yeah, I like that. <laughs> they're readers, you know, and they want I, those books. Oh my gosh! Yeah. children after my own heart. Yes. I love this. So that's Saturday. We have. Um, Another short called The Bridge, which is about uh, the foundation that works uh, from golf at the bridge. Okay. Teaching inner city kids with problems how to compete and play golf. And then the barber of Little Rock. So that's Saturday. And then on, and it's a 74 minute program. And on Sunday, we have four shorts. Same, come at 10 o'clock, have breakfast. And it's nice because, you know, you can, you have, Let's say, like on Sunday, you have four opportunities where you're like, okay, I've had enough mm-hmm. viewing where you can nicely and politely go without disturbing too much. Yeah, yeah. You know, like, oh, I got two in. Yeah. That's what I'm Well, if you today. see them, um, and we'll have some of the filmmakers there to do brief Q&As, but we've scheduled it in, in such a way that if you finish there at Bay Street, you can walk over to the cinema. Oh, to see a film. Very nice. So, and it's during the day. Is there time? Is there time in between to eat? If the like, have you scheduled it that way? Well, hopefully, like, you will filled up on a big breakfast. Yes. And <laughs> get some snacks. <laughs> get some snacks. Take. With Wait you. a minute. All right. I want to know about sherry and lamb chop. Oh, sherry and lamb chop. You would I, love I'm very that. much. Uh, was raised by Sherry Lewis and and Mr. Rogers, so it's. Okay, it's so nice you know to... you know her. Yes, uh, absolutely. This is at Bay Street on Wednesday at two o'clock. Uh, the director is Lisa Dapolito, and I mean, when I saw it, I was, I love lamb chop. I mean, yes. and she's able to character. say and address stuff through lamb chop that people are not going to be able to say face to face as we are. Right. And uh, she, in, in her own right, is an extraordinary talent. She won 13 Emmys, a Peabody, and she authored 60 children's books. I did not know that. Right? Yep. 60? Yeah, 60. That seems... She's just amazing. That seems embarrassing for me as a reader and a lover of Lamb Chop that I don't yeah. But I don't know. i got to get some Sherry Lewis yeah. books. Well, come see, Sherry. Christmas. Come see it. It is just wonderful. So that's on Wednesday. That's on a this... Wednesday at 2 uh, at Bay Street. So that's next Wednesday, not this Wednesday. So yeah. December 6th at 2 o'clock at Bay Street. Exactly. And the director will be doing a Zoom for a Zoom Q&A a Zoom afterward, yeah. I imagine. Absolutely. And our closing night film is Rather which is about Dan Rather. Oh, wow. <clears throat> and uh, his nephew is going to be Zooming in and talking to us. But he had a 60-plus career. We're all familiar with Dan oh, Rather. of course. And a very multifaceted career. The film is very well done. I love that photo Frank Marshall. Frank Marshall is the director. And um, the you photo know, you, got, you have very much captures every journalist I know <laughs> and how, how we're feeling and looking. 
right here in 2023. Sure. Just the same. Yeah. It never changes. Right. I mean, his political correspondence, yes. his war correspondence. Yes. He had it all. Yeah. And, um, and so we're all familiar stuff. with him. One of the other films that I think is, is re- well, all of our award films are great. So the Art and Inspiration Award is Call Me Dancer. The uh, environmental film is a very interesting film called Deep Rising. Well, it's an investigative it. reporting. Want me to tell you just a little Please bit about do. it? Yes. On the seabed, way down, the ocean floor, are globules that have been discovered that contain the minerals to make lithium. Right. right. Okay. This, lithium is, this batteries. is a very been in the news. Now this is a big topic. Yep. It's like the biggest topic that that not everyone is talking about quite yet. Right. But it's there have been it's some huge. articles in the paper, and um, which is which is good. But there's this obscure organization called the International Seabed Authority. It's a secretive organization, and they're empowered to give people licenses to go mine the ocean floor, the ocean floor, right? right. Yeah. Um, the last somewhat pristine yes. piece of the environment. And so you to, have... To, to make what... And, it, and it's just, it's, it's the latest of uh, what we see as far as the conflict between the, the world or the earth and the world we have as humans have built on top of it and are constantly stretching beyond the uh, point of being able Sustainability. to sustain it, right yeah. of being able to sustain exactly ourselves right. and, and what we're tr- trying to do with an increasingly exponentially more people yeah yeah and lithium of course is the controversial ingredient right. in batteries right. although there are some advances being made not using lithium but this is all about that and uh, the corporate greed companies going in and leasing these massive areas. They of- must be that must be right now as far as real estate is concerned. Mm-hmm. That's got to be the the hottest sector. Yes, is it, it has to be just corporations buying up the bottom of the ocean. Yeah, yeah, it's crazy to think about when you think about it. So yeah. anyway, that's. Uh, we were giving that film Deep Rising an environmental award, and that is on Wednesday at 4.30 at Bay Street. Again, next Wednesday. That's the 6th of, of December. The 6th of December at 4.30 at Bay Street Theater. Everything Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday is at Bay Street. And that's uh, So that's a, that's a nice – because that Wednesday you can watch Deep Rising and then – And then see Rather. And, yes, and for – so five Thursday, you probably could be able to to grab something maybe quickly before between, yeah. yeah, right there, yeah, to see rather as well exactly. And before, do you want to just touch on the Young Voices program? Yeah, the Young Voices program is must be our eighth year of doing it, where we invite uh, students from middle and high school to come to the theater, which is a nice treat out for them. The buses arrive, the kids come in and on mass. And they watch a short. We're going to be showing Rocks for Sale, which is one of our shorts in the shorts program. And then Roger Sherman, who is a distinguished filmmaker, will give a 45-minute course on what are the ingredients of filmmaking. He did something locally for uh, on on, Isabel? He he did this summer. He gave a program at Bay Street. But last year he he gave the first... He did a film on farming on the he did. On Long Island, right? He did exactly, yeah. yeah. And then before Jackie, one more, yeah. Uh, Heather Dune McAdam, because oh. I know oh, uh, we yes. just we we had her in the studio to talk about Starcrossed, the book she wrote with her husband, uh-huh. and nine nine nine, the Forgotten Girls of the Holocaust, is is uh, one of hers. Yes, and it's getting the Human Rights Award. Fantastic, it's an outstanding documentary. And um, you know, it's the hidden the hidden girls of the Holocaust. Nobody knew about right. these nine hundred and ninety nine girls who were taken to Auschwitz to work, 
and the bonds that they formed were life affirming. Yeah. And um, so uh, Heather uh, spent years researching this. She's a, a distinguished scholar uh, on the first Jewish transport She's to Auschwitz. She is. And, and, and she, it, it, her, her research, I mean, she went and she did. She, yeah. It's not a she, comprehensive and very thorough and uh, with such care. Yes. Yeah. And this is a premiere. Yeah. This oh, really? film is a premiere. And it's on Tuesday, the 5th of December at 8 p.m. This is the premiere of 999. At, at Bay Street. And Heather will be there. To do a live Q and A, and I've seen her before, and she's just fascinating. Yeah, and uh, we'll have some of her books there. Fantastic! So it should be a wonderful evening. Starcrossed a a phenomenal read. Yeah, it's a, a Romeo and Juliet tale set true story set within in the Holocaust as well. Um, Jackie, it is always so lovely to see you, to be with you. To talk about the films, what say say whatever you, what would you like? Uh, okay, I just want to say that this year we have a very distinguished list of directors, filmmakers coming from uh, either Zoom or in person. James Lapine, James Ivory, Matthew Heineman, Wim Wenders, Sam Shahid, Liz Garbus, Wendy Keys, Bruce Weber. Uh, Frederick Chang, Beth Ann Hardiman, Chris Hegedus, Susan Lacey. These are all people who are going to be part of the festival. And it's such an opportunity, one time a year, <clears throat> to come experience great documentary films at the Hampton Stock Fest. It's the most beautiful part of our, <laughs> one of the most beautiful parts of the, the technology we have today is uh, the ability to really elevate and, and bring creators closer to their audiences and also uh, family members closer to one another. That is probably the most beautiful uh, part of this uh, technology that we have in the year 2023. HamptonsDocFest.com for the full slate. Are you able to buy tickets there as well? I'm sure there are links to bring uh, you wherever well, you need to go. Well, all tickets are sold online through okay. our website. But okay. also, if we have uh, seats available, we'll be selling tickets at the uh, both theaters uh, just by credit card. Never hurts to try. Yeah. I'm Gianna Volpe. That was Jackie LaFaro. Uh, this was Movie Monday, underwritten by Jennifer Benton. This is George Thorogood and the Destroyers. And you, whoever you are out there, you are awesome. And you're listening to Long Island's only local NPR radio station, WLIWFM. News you can trust, music you love. Stay tuned to hear more about the Penny Baker Award. We completely forgot. We'll be back. You got the lose, and you can win all the time. You got the lose, you can win all the time. Well, I know, pretty baby, I see trouble coming down the line.
We got to talk about who has won the D.A. Pennybaker Award uh, for Hampton's Dockfest this season. Uh, not only the director, uh, and uh, but but the subject, Jean Baptiste, is an unbelievable talent. Uh, this generation really owes a debt of gratitude to uh, the mind and the art. Of John Batiste, and he's certainly very well recognized for it. Yes, uh, was it We Are that won uh, what the Grammy, the best several album? Grammys? Yes, yeah, several Grammys. Yep. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. But tell me about American Symphony. Okay, well, it's the award is going to Matthew Heineman. Uh, he's receiving the 2023 Penny Baker Career Achievement Award, which is our most prestigious, highest honor. In the name of D.A. Penny Baker, right, our beloved our Penny. Yes. And uh, and this is a very different film for, for Matt to do. I mean, we know him for Cartel, which was the war, uh, the drug war in Mexico, and that was nominated uh, for the Academy Award in 2016. And so this is a very personal journey of John Batiste and his wife, who becomes ill, a reoccurrence of her illness. But John Baptiste is uh, an extraordinarily optimistic, spiritual, enthusiastic musician yeah. uh, who is creating an, the American Symphony, which you see at the end of the documentary. And uh, we have to be very thankful to Netflix for making a lot of this possible for us because it's most likely will be on the list of Academy Awards, this film, The American Symphony. So that's our gala evening, and that's uh, on Saturday, December 2nd. It starts at 6.30 with buffet and cocktails, uh, wine, and then the award, and then the film. Well, we have the the buffet on the third floor? No, this is going to be at Bay Street. Oh, at Bay Street. I'm sorry. Yeah, at Bay Street. Okay. No, we do it right on the stage. Okay. Oh, wow. Yes. And uh, and Sen is catering it for us. It'll be Whoa, lovely. That's going to be what a Saturday Really night. great. And uh, Liz Garbis, a distinguished filmmaker and former recipient of a Penny Baker Award, will be interviewing, having a conversation with Matt Heineman after the film. So In it's person? A, yeah. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Liz is coming out. And uh, Matthew Matthew will be there. there. Wow. So it's a star-studded evening, uh, the gala. Go to the website, buy a ticket, and... um, Hamptonsdockfest.com. You will love it. We'll be back right here on WLIWFM 88.3 on the FM dial throughout eastern Long Island and coastal Connecticut, 96.9 in central and western Suffolk County. You can find us wherever you may be, streaming online at WLIWFM. Dot org slash radio. That's why you told me that my love was just aesthetic And I fell into the beauty of another And it was in the summer The confusion was a blooming every little corner road Oh, you understand, oh, you understand, oh, you understand, oh, you understand Oh, I'm lonely guess, I'm lonely
Well, you said to me that I was cold and stern. You said I like a man, I was no woman. I want you intellectualize my emotion. Sands, Jimmy Reed, and the Beatles leading you in Stampier News Break. The top of the hour here on WLIWFM. The heart of the East End.
Music from all decades and genres, interviews with folks from all walks of life, all morning and midnight long, on Long Island's only local NPR radio station, WLI WFM. I'm Jenna Volpe. Here's the one and only Jimmy Reed, on Long Island's only NPR radio station. Garden me dead, yeah. You got me dead, yeah. You got me dead, and I didn't even see my way. Let me tell you, babe, what I say is true. I ain't never, never, never nobody the way that I love you. Got me dizzy. Oh, you got me dizzy. Yeah, you got me dizzy. And I ain't even seen my way. I hear it. Just can't stop Cause you got me dizzy Oh, you got me dizzy Yeah, you got me You're listening to commercial-free public radio, thanks to listeners like you who donate to WLIWFM.org. 